There is no doubt that the time of the pandemic is a time of prayer. The question is if this time will teach us how to pray. Our typical prayer for this time is the prayer of the sick man. But in, in our pandemic, we are not talking about an isolated sick man, but of a sick people. Even those who are healthy, we suffer the anxiety for ourselves or for our loved ones. And the fear of suffering is suffering itself and maybe even worse. So we see a sick society also in its economy, in its relationships with fear and hoarding. And our prayer is also the prayer of an Arsentine future. We have doubts, anxieties, not just because we do not know our future, but also because we don't know the future of the whole people. We do not only ask what is going to be of me, what is going to happen to me, but rather what is it going to happen to us, to the world, to our country. The first thing we learn uh, is that we don't pray alone. The prayer of the church is always the prayer of one body, with Christ as its head. You know, there is this specific technique of prayer that consists in giving the rhythm of our supplication through breathing, with our breathing. So now uh, the prayer of the church is like the, the breathing of the big suffering body of our society, is the prayer that the church resides in the Psalms. In the Psalms, even if we are happy, we can say, I invoke you with a broken heart, because we unite ourselves with those who suffer. And even if we are suffering a lot, we can still praise the Lord, because we are one with those who are joyful. These days we'll pray in many different ways, Families with kids in the midst of noise and cries, uh, crying. Those who live alone in the silence of their homes. But every prayer will be communicated to the others because it's the prayer of one body, the body of Christ. St. Augustine uh, talks about the psalm, My God, listen to my cry. I invoke you from the depths of the earth with a broken heart. And Augustine asks, who invokes you, it seems to be only one person. But if it is from the depths of the earth, it cannot be one alone, but many. And Augustine answers, it is one because it is Christ. They are many because we are his body. So in these days, our prayer is a prayer of intercession. In the Bible, we see many places when... Uh, we ask God to forgive his people, Abraham, Moses, and many others. They ask God, forgive your people. It is not a matter of convincing God to be merciful. Rather, man prays in this way because he is moved by God to do so. So it is God who wants to communicate his mercy towards men. But he wants men to ask for mercy in benefit of his brethren. So when Abraham prayed for Sodom, when Moses prayed for the Israelites, they were mirroring God's own desire. So in this way, God allows us to resemble him and to bear fruit with him. 
Also, we understand that it is God who leads us toward prayer, as the Catechism of the Catholic Church says, and this gives us hope. Whenever we pray, it is because God called us to do so. Even if our prayer seems to be very poor, distracted, even if it seems looks like God does not hear our prayer, the fact that we are praying is already a sign that he has moved our heart to seek him. Because we will never be able to invoke God if we did not know him, and we cannot know him if he does not reveal himself to us. That gives us a lot of hope. And what do we ask for in our prayer? St. Augustine said that prayer is not just to let God know our, our needs, because he already knows them. In our prayer, we follow the prayer of Jesus, the Our Father, and we get used to ask gifts from God. So our heart, which is small, in order to receive the gifts of God, which are so big, it needs to be enlarged as a muscle that works out. Our heart needs to grow in order to receive amazing gifts. Therefore, let us ask in this time of pandemic, not only according to our measure, but we can ask according to the measure of God. So we can ask God for the healing of our bodies, but let us also ask for the resurrection of our bodies. When we ask God for the recovery of our society, let us ask for the kingdom of God to come upon it. I finish with the poet, the French poet Charles Peggy. He uses the image of prayer he compares it with this huge navy fleet that faces like a collision to the heart of God. And God considers himself impotent against this fleet. God is playing like the losing part in the game. And in the fleet, there are like different lines. The first line is made by the big boats with cannons and uh, very powerful. These are our, our fathers. The second line is composed by smaller sailboats quicker, that is the Hail Marys. The third line are all the other prayers, saying grace before meals, the stations of the cross. And the poet adds that there is a fourth line. There are those prayers that are not said, but they live in the hearts of the people without words. These are our desires of salvation that we ask that they may be listened to. In this time, our prayer is called to express this desire uh, to transform our suffering into labor pains. Uh, these sufferings will regenerate us and bring us closer to God, our final destination. As Benedict XVI said, prayer is the language of hope. <laughs>